the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening. South Texas on a beautiful South Texas afternoon. It's bright, sunny, a little chilly, a little windy, but it feels nice. Uh, I know it's chilly because you've got a cold on. I know. Don't you just hate this cold weather? (laughs) (laughs) I was no shorts. No, no. I was kind of hoping for a a little more rain, but oh gosh, a little more. Did you get some? We got a little bit. It's like a little sweat. I, know it was. I think we got a shower like it, maybe like just afternoon for seconds. Well, yeah. you know they're 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 uh, counting point oh one. Remember you found? Oh that yeah, that was week? right. Yeah. <laughs> so that might have been a point oh one. Yeah, if, if yeah, probably that's what it was. I'll, <laughs> I I'll, don't think that's going to make the aquifer go up. I'll get the uh, the forecast out. Hey, we haven't. We got it. Do you remember the woman that called that had the vine and the fruit on it and all that good stuff? Yeah. With the porcupine quills? Yeah. Did we ever help her and tell her what that was? No, but I think I know what it was. What What? was it? (laughs) Look up. uh, uh, I wrote it down. Did you write it down? Okay. so you. Oh, no, no. But he's got to remember where he wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I know. That's as bad as... The writing down is so he can remember it. Right. Then he's got to remember where... You need to write write down (laughs) where you wrote it down. (laughs) Yes. Okay, look up gherkin. Gherkin? G-E-R-K-I-N, I I think. That's a pickle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe kind of. It's a fruit. It, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't have spines on it. No, not the ones I'm seeing. Let me. Well, the trouble is, I'm getting pictures of pickles. Oh. It has little bumps, no spines. <laughs> That's uh, cucumber, West Indy gherkin. Okay. Although, wait, here's one. Hmm. We'll have to compare it. So here's the here's the picture of the West Indy gherkin. Yeah, it looks like they're related. Yeah, they might be. Did you see the For picture? Some, no. No. So here's the picture. Oh yeah. All right, I'll go look at her picture. But I think her picture has has black spikes on it. <laughs> oh yeah, they're I mean, pretty severe. But they that they've got that same structure in terms of the vine and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that for some reason that name popped into my mind. I was going to look it up on. Uh, well, it's in the old uh, 
literature where they talk about pickles, they talk about gherkin quite often. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the... I'm just trying to remember if it was the cooks or the gardeners that talk <laughs> about gherkin. So maybe they're edible. Or we, we we advise that person not to eat them. Yeah, that's we probably know. a good advice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was kind of chilly last night. It did get kind of chilly it supposed last to get night. colder tonight? Uh, let me look at the weather in a second. Yeah, okay. 36 degrees. Y'all talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I'm gonna <laughs> 36 it. degrees. It's but but well, I watched the weather, you know, hopefully hoping that I'd get some rain. And uh, But I also heard it was going to be cold, so I got to thinking about building a fire in the fireplace, which you do every, here every two or three years, whether you need to or not. And uh, I thought we'd talk a little bit today about uh, fireplaces and things that we've talked about in the past. The most commonly asked questions we get are from people that want to burn wood that's uh, been killed by uh, oak wilt. Oak wilt. Texas red oak. Yeah. Red oak. <laughs> and the the answer is, uh, yeah, you can you can burn it, but uh, where people get into trouble is where they uh, they they first of all they cut a red oak. However. Uh, People don't know the difference. <laughs> it sits in a pile out yeah. there where the those the beetles, sap of, beetles, can carry them. Yeah, a lot of time they pile it around trees or up up on the house. But if you use live oak, even though it's been killed by uh, oak wilt, that won't won't be a problem. But the red oak. The red oak will, but yeah. who can tell the difference? I mean, very yeah. few people can tell the difference. Well, what the, what, if I remember right, what we used to say is, and it's just the safest thing is you just have wood. You always have wood that's sat for one year. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What do you call it? Not, sat is not a good word. Well, dried. Yeah. It's or, dried. And uh, then, then it didn't matter if it was uh, live oak or... Many of the white oaks or yeah, yeah. or red oak because it would be uh, it'd be spent. The yeah. disease capability would be spent. In te- in Texas, <laughs> uh, at least around San Antonio, uh, unless you just buy at the corner store, just bundles. Millburger used to sell. We used to yeah. sell b- bundles of wood. And we used to the low pinion pine and stuff. Trace may still have that. I'll have to yeah, ask him. Yeah. But uh, I, t- I tried to tell Trace that that's an endangered species, but he wouldn't buy it. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and what what are the best woods to burn? Mm. You know, when you're picking up wood in the neighborhood, right? Uh, a lot of people lose sycamores and uh, whatever. It's not worth picking up. Really? Yeah, they they softwood and they burn real fast. But what are good to pick up? Any mesquite? Yeah, you got to beat the barbecuers yeah, to the mesquite. <laughs> yeah, you'll be uh, you'll really be you'll upset the the cooks <laughs> if you take that mesquite. Yeah. Or the the probably the hottest burning wood 
is one that's rare to find, and that's uh, uh, horse apples are Bordark. Bordark. Oh. Uh, Osage Orange? Yeah, the what? Which, what, what was the one? The Bodark. Oh, uh, yeah, Osage Orange. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Osage Orange, yeah. Yeah. Because that wood is hard and solid. I bet it'd burn for a long time if you'd ever get it caught, caught up. Crepe Myrtle? A crepe Myrtle would probably be a pretty good, oh, okay. pretty good burn. Except its size is limited. Yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> It's good. Well, uh, unless you got an old fire starting. Yeah, we got no. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of kindling in the yard. Well, we you know the what used to be good is uh, if you had a fruit orchard. Oh, all, I all bet. That, uh, peaches and apples, everything that <laughs> fruit fruit wood was uh, excellent. It's supposed to, it's supposed to give off a fragrance too, doesn't it? Yeah, the apple wood. Ooh, that'd be nice. That was nice. And then the next question is... Yes? What do we do with the ashes? Oh, well, it's not what we do with them. It's can we use them in the garden? Oh, okay. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, we used to to make a big deal out of them. You're right. But it's... Well, we've gotten smarter. It, uh... (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, it was kind of one... It was one of those, uh... It's better to... It gives you something to be excited about, even though it's, it's <laughs> really not a major factor in terms of soil fertility or soil pH, structure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we used to say, and I'm sure I've written it somewhere, and Calvin's written it somewhere, that you don't want to put it in your garden, put the ashes in the garden, because they're alkaline. And uh, they'll... Make the soil even more out. Oh, okay. And I got thinking about that last night. Do you know how much ash you would have to put on a pH soil of uh, 8.5 or 9 to make it go uh, higher? Probably tons. Oh, okay. So don't worry about it? No, don't worry about it. And uh, Guess one of the, one of the major ingredients Malcolm Beck used to put in his potting mix, hmm. the wood ashes. Oh, really? Yeah, and because because of the potassium in there. And what we've learned, or at least some of the farmers have learned, especially the Dixondale, the onion grower, yeah, is that potassium gives onions a coal hardiness, about a certain amount of coal hardiness. Huh. So we need potassium in the soil, but uh, we 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 never think about adding much to it yeah. to get the potassium out. I like it because of the the structure. Like with yeah. you have the raised beds, if you got a little bit of ash, uh, it all it, it just gives it a nice. nice uh, yeah, I think we may have drain. a question. Do you want to come on the air with us and ask it? Okay, here you grab that microphone. Yeah. And you'll be on the air. Well, how can we help you? What's going on with you? Well, I've got some begonias, and I was putting everything back in the greenhouse until I looked at these more carefully, and I'm concerned that there is something on them or eating them, and I don't want to add them to the mix. If 
they're going to chomp everything else that's in the greenhouse. It's just curling the leaves. Well, it's the leaves, but I have some photos I took. You haven't, have you seen any little Aphids, beetles? I, I haven't noticed any. Cucumber beetles? I haven't seen any, but maybe I'm not looking in the right I, that, The reason I, I, I've seen cucumber beetles on mine, on my whoppers. Yeah, uh, and uh, if they're, if they're eating you, on, hand, on hand me that, that leaf. Right which, which leaf do you want? Uh, show Jerry that one of those. Yeah. Which leaf do you want? The lumpy. You want the lumpy leaf? <laughs> yeah. That All right. is what concerns me. All right. Because they'll look like they're growing and they're fairly healthy looking and shiny. Here, I'm going to grab the mic and just so you don't have to worry about it. And just, no, that's okay. I'm just going to put it down right here. Okay. And, and then, I mean, these are some old, it's a fairly old, they're all fairly old plants. And I thought I'd show you some photos of what some of them may look like or up close. Yeah. Uh, Same idea, kind of. <laughs> Something's chomping the leaves as well as the, the bumpy part, like mm-hmm. on that leaf. I think uh, what you're seeing is uh, thrip damage. Thrip? A little, little insect called thrip. Okay, are they not visible to the naked No, eye? they're very they're small. Tough. They're tough to see, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're, I don't know if, Thrip's a little bit larger than a, a spider mite, I think. And that's mighty small. But, yeah, ooh, but they, they, uh, they feed, they feed on the leaf as, when it's in a very immature stage, maybe like this one. See, the little bit of leaf is showing the symptoms. Yes. And they feed on that before it emerges. You know, you and know, then you what see that, the damage. That relationship with that new growth and this uh, moderation of weather. You're right, yeah. Because the, the begonias are showing on new growth because the, they're reacting favorably to this. <laughs> Cool weather that has come, yeah. so they're they're susceptible. But the it, other the other thing I'm s- seeing besides the thrips are the uh, oh things like cucumber beetles, uh, like the, uh, all this new, all that new f- fresh growth. Here's a good picture of one of the new. The leaves are also very shiny, and I thought there might be something you all have described before that looked shiny on these leaves. Yeah. But it's, see the lumpy parts of them? Yeah. Well, I'm, did you I'm say the thinking. leaves are shiny? Look at this picture. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's common for that begonia. Just oh. the new growth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't but worry about that. all of those bumps on it. Yeah, that could be the thrips problem. Okay. Is it now, best the thrips come and go. Yeah, they'll, they'll, grow, they'll grow right through it. So is it best to dump these plants? No, oh, no. no. I don't... Are, are they making the other plants in the greenhouse susceptible to that? Well, I doubt if the thrips are still on the plant. Uh, these have been out on my deck for yeah, some yeah. time. And uh, they're probably gone. Uh, they do this to onions, too. Oh, really? Onion <laughs> plants. I don't have any onions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why they're using begonias. Uh, if you okay. had onions, they would leave the begonias alone. But if I had onions, I'd be eating the onions. But I, I don't. <laughs> if if you want to spray them with something, uh, you could use uh, that organic uh, 
Spinosad. Mm-hmm. A product with Spinosad. S P I N Spin O S A D. That's the active ingredient. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. What is the this? Well, there's about a bunch of seventeen <laughs> different. Like in there, there's some. Yeah. Okay. Anything okay. with Spinosad in. So if I do that, it's still it's safe then to go ahead and put them in the greenhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Should I cut them back? I mean, some of these need it. They're, they're okay. last year's plants. Wait, wait a minute. You may cut them back. Gave us permission. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to take a picture of Jerry doing that? <laughs> so you. Okay. So now they're, yeah, said, they'll, come, they'll come right back. You know. Yeah. yeah they're, if yours are like mine, and they're, they're, they're grow, gonna grow through it just quickly. It's been a week. These, some of these were in the greenhouse through last winter and then came out and. Wow. Did they're, they're veterans. That, well, and, and I didn't know if that meant they were getting too old and no. susceptible to things. Well, I, I've got wrinkles, you know, and so, so I'm getting older, so maybe. How old I'm, do I'm, they generally <laughs> live? Oh, if you keep cutting them back, they'll live for years. Oh, really? Absolutely. So if I cut them back and spray them with that substance. Spinosad. Spinosad. Spin O Sad. Spin O Sad. Got <laughs> the, it. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very you much. You bet. Thank you. Have Thanks. you tried uh, what variety is that? Do you know? Is it just a. I don't. There's no tag. I mean, what is that thing? The Whopper. The Whopper, yeah. You You'll the like whopper the Whopper, but don't Have you grown oh, them? Those are large. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, from the name. They're amazing. <laughs> I really. I, I'm not much of a begonia person, but I really. <laughs> Fallen in love with that, those yeah. plants. So maybe I should toss these and replace them with water. I don't know if they still got any yet. Yeah, not till. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Not till you see them show up. The, the supply has been limited. Uh, okay. Yeah, and they okay. come in different colors, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll baby these guys along. There you go. They're, 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 they're your babies. Later. I don't want to do them. In they're your babies. Okay. All right, thanks. Thank you for the information. Did you have a question? I do have a question. Can we ask it on the air? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh. Find out what the question is. <laughs> okay, well, you're on the air. What's going on? Um, I'm looking to plant some pink molly. Is there anything I need to um, prepare the soil or drain some it? Some what? The pink molly. Pink. Pink molly? Molly. Molly? It's an ornamental grass. Oh, oh, muley. Oh, muley. <laughs> oh, sorry. Am I saying it wrong? No, it's well, okay. Well, that's the way we say it. Yeah. Okay? We well, might you be can saying say, it. You can say it. Muley grass. We just didn't recognize the that, name. That piece. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that is, uh, that is a tough and you know, a wonderful plant, plant, easy to grow. Yeah. yeah. Is this year it's a superstar? David should yeah. be on. So no, it, it, it is. It's it our one of the muley grasses was a some? yeah. No, it was a pink. You just use your, uh, just use the natives, whatever your soil is that you've got there, and uh, there's a lot of gravel in the soil. Yeah. Should I? No, get it'd that, be all right. Clean that out. It'll grow all right. Yeah. The, it, it's you know yeah. There's a there's a lot of. If you had a whole list of plants, there's a lot of them that would like to eat more care than the muley grass. <laughs> I don't want any care. Yeah, the muley grass is tough and uh, it's attractive. Okay. okay, good. 
um, do I need to cut it down or anything like yeah, that? Well, no, what you do is you let it grow in a showy during the winter, and then it uh, declines in the, in the spring. You cut it back. Okay, and in it the comes spring. back in the spring. Yeah. Okay. For the summer, it comes back. Yeah, yeah. So cut it back down to the spring. How short should I cut it? 12 inches? Um, yeah. 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 It's not. About that? About that? Okay. It's not fussy. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. But, okay. Um, I thought you had a new plant. I'd never heard of it. Yeah, we were. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, my friend from Louisiana was. Oh. That's how she was saying it. There you go. Okay. So. You can't trust those movie actors. <laughs> they, don't, they don't speak good English, you know, I, like I, I do. Yeah, I've been afraid of that. <laughs> like, like you people from Tennessee. Strange. They talk yeah. strange. I'm, I'm from Louisiana, too. So. Oh, sorry about that, sir. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, this is a real challenge because I'm the only one that can speak English. Yeah. Being from Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Well, from sorry. The, from, from sorry the, about that. He's got plants that grow all the way to the rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to have a, well, I have, I had a, have a volunteer from England. Oh, really? And I always, I always said, Francine, you don't speak good English, do you? <laughs> and what did Francine say to you? Yeah. I can't say it on the right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Yeah, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. on 930 AM the answer you'll thank me for mentioning Spider-Man termite and pest control if you've got something bugging you Spider-Man Warren Remy can help you have it so it don't bug you no more uh, Warren Remy does a terrific job uh, and they've been doing this since 1976 helping homeowners and businesses and I mentioned that too because these are businesses that rely on uh, having being pest free um, to uh, to to keep going it's like restaurants and stuff uh, but he's been doing this since 1976, so he's seen it and knows it all. And uh, we'll talk with you about the uh, situation. And uh, don't tell Jerry, but uh, he has success with organic and synthetic. I know. I know. But, uh, but yeah, but that's a big thing for Warren. He treated is, my house with the good stuff in 1976. And that was it, just one time. Uh, I had a problem since. <laughs> or a relative staying over or anything like that. But, yeah, so uh, give them a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or online where you can read the good reviews at GhostSpiderManPest.com. Trace is on the porch with us, and you want to make that announcement that you just said? <laughs> sure. Okay. What's uh, going on? Onions are here. Onions are here. Onions are here. I'm sorry, I was going back to the chemicals, thinking I could sell Jerry a half gallon of Chlordane for a lot of money. <laughs> oh. What do you use chlorine? Oh, Is it, has it been banned? Uh, that was probably the first thing to go away. Oh, yeah. wow. 
What did you use and it for? Uh, it, what it, was the one for spider mites? That was Kelthane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chlorine had like a 20-year residual, so you could literally spray yeah. your house when you bought it, and you wouldn't have to worry about any bugs for like 20 years. Good Lord. I don't know. I think I think they used to use that chlorine. Uh, I've used it. Uh, yeah. All right. Around the perimeter, around the base of the So at, at this point, Jerry will have to... Get another mortgage on the house to afford that half pound. Uh, I just might have to sell it to him. All right. All right. So the onions are here. Onions. So we've got seven flavors. All right. Uh, we tried to get, they're all short day, which is what we need. Yeah. Uh, we got two reds, two whites, and three yellows. So we tried to get as sweet as we could in reds. That's Southern Bell. There you go. And then we tried to get as oniony as we could, and that's Red Creole. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Then for that guy in, that called it. In, yeah. in white, we got uh, Texas Early White. Oh, that's, that's your good. That's your sweet, that's sweet one. And then you got a Bermuda, which is as good as we could get for an oniony onion. And then we went into yellow. So uh, Grand X, which is... Uh, first, first A&M onion. And huh. that's, uh, isn't that the Vidalia one? No, 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 no. Yes, that, yeah. that's the one that I call. I call it the Whataburger onion. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna mention that one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google what kind of onions does Whataburger use. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so I, I really, really like that one. But we also carry the 1015 Y. All right. And the improved Texas Legend. In, in, Te- Texas Legend. Oh, Legend. Legend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's touted as the improvement the good, upon the 1015. Yeah, it's got the good stuff. It's a great one. Yeah. So these are all short day. Time to go ahead and do it. Yeah. So what do you need to do to do it? And I'm, I'm looking, and it doesn't tell me. It just tells me they use white onions. or, or it's, The question is, oh, it says, uh, actually, it says yellow. They use yellow onions. So I'm pretty yeah. sure it's that one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I like it because you take a bite out of it. And your sinuses and just go. You, Ooh. you know you ate an onion. Boy, do you know you ate an onion? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, Dixondale only sells short days at this time of the year. I, you know, I didn't even ask. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if he sells them uh, other than short day, because he wants he wants to sell a variety that. Uh, Will give the customer good results. They were sure. I was trying to remember what the the situation was, but I thought he, that he was involved in some uh, no, mid. So there's some, there's some intermediates that we tried yeah, last year. Yeah, that's it. And, yeah. and they were candies, I think. Yeah, so that's like right. Red yeah, candy, man. candy apple, something. Yeah, that's um, been that's been a good onion. So, uh, uh, yeah, so he... They didn't taste like candy milk. No. <laughs> no. I'm trying to remember what I tried to grow. I didn't have much luck with it. It got a, it got bigger, but not a lot bigger. Not like grocery store onion bigger. So what would you feed it with? Uh, feed it? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Bread crumbs. Yes. Uh. It, it takes food for you to get bigger. Yeah, boy, does it. So it takes some Doesn't food. Doesn't take much, seems it like. It takes some food for uh, onions to get bigger, too. Okay. Well, that's a good, good point. If you're going to try to grow onions... Uh, Fertilization is the key. Uh, they're yeah. not they're not real fussy on soil as long as there's enough nitrogen in them. That's right. Very cool. So where are they? Are they up front? There's, a whole, the... there's a whole table of them fairly close to the entrance. To the okay. Building. Now we're a little earlier. Let's see. When you That's about few, right. A few years ago, we were recommending 
end of December. So we're just we're a, well, we a all, month. Of, we always get them, um, give or take weather, uh, second week of November. Yeah. Okay. And, and people have been clamoring for them already. So. <laughs> I don't. No, we've had calls. Yep. So remember uh, the. You know, I can't it, refuse anybody's it, money. I got to get it as fast. Was as I can. it? Um, oh man, I'm horse herb lady. Yeah, Evelyn. Evelyn. Yeah. Did she call about the? Uh, so, somebody did because I remember I thought, telling y'all that they, we already paid for them. I don't, they thought it'd be That's here right. pretty quick. And you remember I told her. <laughs> the onion ask fairy her, might ask her what what month do they plant the onion? Oh, you the A and M onion. Yeah, the seed. It was ten fifty. I said, "Well, they name it ten fifteen. That's and so." And as soon as that, so one, so one of my employees asked me, "Well, why does this one have a number and the other ones have names?" And I went through the explanation. Well, <laughs> well why don't they use the dates for those too? I said, "Well, then they'll all have the same name." <laughs> <laughs> so they're all ten fifteen planting. Uh, well, I'm sure there's some give or takes in there, but <laughs> I was thinking when Jerry and Evelyn were discussing. Uh, that that you're describing that when Evelyn got off the line, she got out that little uh, d- doll that looked like Jerry and was uh. stabbing it. Yeah. <laughs> Evelyn likes that, Jerry. Is that doll filled with horse herb? Yes, it is. She's got several horse herb dolls all around uh. the house. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Poor I think Evelyn. you can make make. Little dolls out of the horse herb, you know, if it after it gets a little large. I bet you're right. The horse herb is uh, is interesting, and because it's not grown at all in my lawn area, all all Mm -hmm. there is dirt, and none of the the winter weeds haven't started yet. But in the uh, where it's got water, the garden, yeah, where it's watered. I mean, uh, the horse (laughs) herb has got muscles Uh. and hard to uh, hard to pull out of there. It's smart and knows the difference. Well, do y'all want to know the weather? It's cold. I don't have percentages. It is cold. I saw 37 for tonight. Oh, 38. Yeah, 37, 38. Same thing. Uh, mostly clear, I low around 36. 30. Tell that to what? sweet potato vine. Oh, why? One degree, well, can, one make degree a... can make a difference. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, so are we hoping for 38? No, we put them inside the greenhouse already. Okay, so they're fine. <laughs> well, they, they wouldn't have been happy this morning. Porter weed, it can be a factor, too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, high near 59. Though so I'm hearing insulated pants again tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Uh, low around 47. So that's better on the low. 50% chance of showers on Monday. <laughs> Jerry, you take a shower every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just, you got to be more encouraging. Uh, you got to be more. Well, they had 50% uh, uh, for, for yesterday. 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 Okay. Well, it's 50% on Monday. And I think. Just because of this radio show, they stopped giving the amount of precipitation. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'll go look at that. I guess I threatened to go over there and Jerry, bust them up. Jerry blew up last week when it was <laughs> chance of rain, point oh, or amount point, of precipitation yeah. up to one, up to point, point zero one. Which is one one hundredth. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's that, like a drop. At that yeah. Point, yeah. Which is what we got yesterday. At least. Did y'all get more here sometimes? On sixteen oh four, they it comes I, up to y'all, and I, if it did, I missed it. Okay, then we didn't get much here. Okay, I ca- I came over uh, a couple of days ago to buy some more deer deer resistant. Uh, oh, this the, stuff to put on the deer. On and, the, and what do you call? It? Were you chasing the deer with that or what? I didn't he say he's gonna put it on the deer. Oh, I love no. Uh, <laughs> 
MG. It's not seasoning, Jerry. <laughs> MG. Remember? MG. I. Muscarden. 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 I'm a slow learner. Uh, anyway. I'm not saying as, as I was picking up the the fire, I noticed an employee sitting on the floor in there cleaning up the bearded iris. Oh, did they get a shave? Yeah. Uh-huh. You remember? Are, <laughs> and, you, are you sure that wasn't the amaryllis? I had a girl in there cleaning up the amaryllis and putting numbers on them. Okay, maybe that was there. But, uh, you know, we had a, somebody call in and said... <laughs> They look like they're dead. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought she was just remedying the no, situation. No. Is Amarillo? So on that note, we got amaryllis in. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she made them look pretty too. Onions and amaryllis, and they look pretty similar. Do they really? <laughs> they yeah. don't taste alike. No. Uh, <laughs> and Jerry says you need to plant those by morning. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Gotta plant okay. Ah, uh, dear. Amarillo's Any morning you want. Okay. <laughs> Around here in San Antonio. There you go. That's that uh, George Strait song. Yeah. Amarillo's by morning. Yeah, right, right. Garden in San Antonio. That was his first big hit. I know. And then they made him change it. Oh. And they changed it to Amarillo by morning. Oh. Oh, oh. man. No. Because yeah. hey, George is a gardener, I think. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Calvin just rubbing his head. He's like, Really? <laughs> what am I doing here? 210-308-8867. Lots of cyclamen. I'm just eyeballing everything. Oh, yeah. Anything come in last week besides the onions that you want to? Amaryllis. Okay, that's true. Um, Besides what you've talked about so far. We finally got a decent selection of Nandinas again. Oh, good. And uh, so our brains are heading towards uh, Christmas. Yeah. Right? Trying to make sure that's all right. So uh, our wreaths and garland and stuff mm-hmm. showed. Wonderful table decorations for Thanksgiving. Oh, it would be. Yep. That's a good idea. And um, and then just turn around after Thanksgiving and use it for Christmas. Yes. Okay. Or you can come get some more. Because that's, that's, that mainly that garland that you have right there is a Thanksgiving garland. You don't, want, you don't want to use that for Christmas. Right. It's a Thanksgiving garland. Yeah, you need to come back and get some more. <laughs> and, and I need to mention. Oh, dear. We oh, always God. talk about this every Christmas. Oh, no. I know where he's going. I don't yet. Pick, pick an angel. You'll be sorry. Oh, oh yeah. there we go. All right. It went, it went <laughs> and, in a good way, man. Angel, yeah, it did go in a good angel way. Angel tree help help make Christmas uh-huh. happen for our area's uh, select children and seniors. Yeah. So I need to be a select senior. I don't think you qualify. I don't qualify? No. Do you have to do be older? I don't want to see he's surely old enough. <laughs> he's going to go hang a piece Original of paper Medicare in there with his name on it. That's what he's going to do. Doctor and hospital visits. <laughs> yeah, we, we could put a little label there. That's Sam Schlesinger. That's Sierra Cole, everybody. Yeah, I don't know what we're hearing. Banjo. We are hearing some banjo, Al. Are we supposed to hear banjo? There we go. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, but anyway, we always get in late, you know, putting our name on there to be a selected. Well, singer. if I remember correctly. Uh-oh. This is part of the Salvation the, the, Army. It is Salvation Army, and I think that all of the gifts are supposed to be back by the 5th. Of December. Of December. That gives the Salvation Army enough time to go through them all, get them wrapped. Yeah. And figure out how they're going to disperse them. Yeah, they... They have a warehouse, and people come so get them. We, we've already, uh, my wife took two. Oh, good. Yesterday. 
Uh, but there's still plenty on the tree and lots of kids in need. Yeah, it's a great project to, in, uh, to be a part of. Is there by by chance any of the staff that, um, you know, we a lot of years we'll take some names, but some one of the staff people will go ahead and get the the presents. Well, so whatever, yes, because if there are any left at the end. Stacy will grab the company card, and we're going to give them something. So I, I hope there's nothing left, but uh, but we make sure that each one of those kids gets something. Okay, we'll try. We'll try. We'll try to quit. Anybody that comes by, we'll from the staff. will ask that talks about that. We'll ask them if they're mm-hmm. interested. Unless you want to go shopping, you guys. No, <laughs> that's uh, Amazon. Yeah, that's, a, that's not a bad you don't idea. Don't have to go shopping. Just be delivered, uh, or or it could be an HEB. They, they got stuff online too. They'll the, deliver oh, your and house. That, and that, yeah, that that's a pretty onions included choice. Yeah. And they've got lots of uh, gift type things. Yeah. Too. If it's a senior citizen that uh, that <laughs> he's still working, he's going there. The manipulation is so. So it's like uh, twenty to one there, uh, Jerry. Yeah. So twenty kids to one senior. Oh. Okay. okay. Longer than the one. You'll have to call the Salvation Army and tell them you yeah, want to be you want to be a silver and I want Osmo, silver angel. I want Osmo Coat Plus for my <laughs> <laughs> for my present. I thought you were gonna say Chlordane. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well. I bet I bet there's some people out there that's got some of those. They probably bring you your Roundup and your Deodorant and your Dazn-On <laughs> yeah, nurse. We, we tried that a couple of times. I, know, I remember having a crate of things up here. Yeah, for you. yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. How are the uh, the uh, blue bonnet transplants coming? Uh, Have you heard anything? No. Jerry might. They're, okay. not, they're, they're, they're not ready yet. Okay. They're slow. And can we still plant wildflowers by seed? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Too late to low. Oh. <laughs> Milton all the way to the end of January. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, but it has yeah. to be in a wet spot. Okay. I, I was almost ready to go out and sow mine yesterday. Yeah, when we were supposed because to Because of those heavy rains. For, what about day. Monday when we get that heavy rain? You could do it then. Yeah. I think I'm going to wait to see it. So you're going to go out in the rain and do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we wrap well, so that that's his shower for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Monday. Chance is of Jerry you, taking a shower, 20% today. <laughs> Monday is your water day. Oh, it's true. I can do it on Monday. You can do it on Monday. Hmm. I thought you've already planted yours. No, we did plant some, but I, I still have a little bit left that I want to okay, find a home for. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. AM, the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and the 
next, uh, the sound effects for the next uh, thing we talk about will be provided by Dr. Jerry Parsons. All right. Let's talk about your tree hugger sprinkler. All right. Yeah, without that rain, it's uh, important that you uh, keep that tree watered, and the tree hugger sprinkler can help you with just that. The tree hugger sprinkler is hard plastic, comes in three sizes, 7-inch, 11-inch, and 15-inch. And what makes it a tree hugger is it's got a hinge on it. So you open it up, you take it around the tree, and you close it. Yeah, then I could tell. That was good. A little deeper. You've done that before. Yeah, much different. <laughs> um, but anyway. You turn it on a little bit or a lot, depending yeah. on what you want to water. And it'll allow you to uh, keep that tree happy with... Uh, the uh, keep the root ball wet or uh, water outside that uh, toward the uh, the drip line with the tree hugger sprinkling does a really good efficient job and it's super important to be efficient with water right now so uh, just uh, have it as a tool in your arsenal for San Antonio watering at the tree hugger sprinkler here at Millburgers and at HEB. Yeah, so, you barely barely turn it on. Yeah, and uh, just let it go. Like I say, the timer is the key. I was thinking of you. I was thinking I ought to have a timer. I was trying to water on Monday with the, with the tree hugger, and it's like oh, I should have a timer. Yeah, you you don't have, you can just turn that timer on on water day. Yeah, and just feel comfortable seven in the morning if you want to, and let it run for. I think my my timer does twelve hours. No, that'd be all day. Uh, it does about uh, two hours. Yeah. And, and so I I just flip that. I, I never change the volume that's flowing. Yeah. Because I want it to be very low, slow. And uh, I was thinking when I was looking through the sale items, uh, he's, he's talking about uh, uh, having uh, uh, a tree sale. Mm-hmm. That's one of the sales. Is uh, where is it? <laughs> uh, Your printer working again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's having a tree sale, and he talks about the. Uh, oh. Okay, you can do this now. Focus. <laughs> I know. I put it in here, but anyway, uh, they haven't. Tree, uh, trees on sale, and they're talking about the rebate. Mm-hmm. The CPS so is it? that they have, and uh, he, they talk about planting them now. They're ball, they're they're in large container. So if you're going to plant them now, oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're going to plant them now. You better keep that keep that. What is it you say? Keep your balls wet? I do not say that. What? Melvin? I haven't said that. I don't know if that's right or not. You're the expert. Oh, you okay. tell us. Okay. Now, yeah. I, uh, my column, to change the yeah, subject I found here, it. My, my column uh, next week is talks about the, uh, the issues. You know, we talk about how this is the one of the best times to plant shade trees. Yeah. And, but. But uh, we brought this up quite often that this, because of the drought, there's some uh, complications right now, yeah. challenges. Yeah, <laughs> and right. so that that's what my article is about, and just the same kind of thing Jerry's talking yeah. about here, that you have to do 
It's, uh, some of the ideal situations are not ideal right now because of the dry yeah. dry soil. Yeah, good point. Now that uh, it says, say, 15%. Yep. I found it. Guys. Good. Uh, now's the time to plant. Absolutely the best time of the year to plant trees. Well, that's if, you, if you're not having a drought. Uh, save on all 15 to th- and 30-gallon shade and ornamental trees. You may find live oaks, Monterey oaks, red oaks, bur oaks, cedar elms, and more. And uh, you can get a CPS green tree rebate uh, and get $50 CPS rebate for up to five trees for qualified purchases. Now, we're not saying not to plant them now, uh, but we're saying when you plant them, you got 15 to 30 gallon. That's a, that's a pretty pretty nice size uh, root ball. And if you if you look into how they handle them in the nursery, you know what? How often they water them in the nursery? Every day. Yeah, every day. And so you can you can put that thing in the ground, but you better <laughs> soak the root ball before you plant it. And also uh, soak it when it's in the ground. Yeah, that you, yeah, fill you, that hole with water. Yeah, yeah. Y'all brought that a b- bunch of different times to. So you're going to dig the hole. Yeah. And then are and you? Then if you're still able to come get a tree. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. We had. You fill the hole with water. Where was that guy? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> a friend of mine called me. Uh, uh, that's for, from Somerville, Tennessee, where I was born. He he was the veterinarian's son. And uh, he called me the other day. He was getting ready to buy a gardenia. I thought about you, Milton. Yeah, my August beauty. And I said, okay, here's the deal. You're going to grow it like a blueberry, you know, in a container and put mix mix the soil, sphagnum peat, and on and on and on. And... Uh, <laughs> And I said, yeah, I said, he said, well, I want to put it in the ground, <laughs> which is a mistake. But anyway. I what t- do you say, kiss he was, he was brand new. Okay. He, he was new to the area. And uh, li- I think he lived in Bernie. Is that was? Oh, it wasn't in Tennessee. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh. He's from Tennessee. Oh, born okay. in Tennessee. But uh, <laughs> I told I said, well, if you are determined to put it in the ground, Go on out there and dig the hole for it first. And then decide if you want to put it in the ground. That's that's our, our way to teach people how to dig, dig holes and, and plant trees and yeah. shrubs in, in Texas, in San Antonio especially. Because it's rock. Yeah, but even if he's got the strength to do it, <laughs> it's not going to be good if he does, is it? Well, yeah, it works. Oh, no, well, but it's, but it's uh, difficult. To, you know that that yeah. rocky soil does oh, no, not no, hold I, any water. I meant that the gardenia wasn't going to like the oh, soil. Oh, you're once talking gardenia. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, gardenia. What were you talking about? Oh, what did I? Yeah, mean? here's gardenia. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, uh, you're right. It's tough <laughs> on the gardenia. I knew his next call was going to be azaleas. You know? Oh yeah. And uh, so anyway, I <laughs> I had to laugh and then. Uh, 
he's a he's a preacher about that. So I had to. I should have thrown in a few religious uh, comments like pray before you dig the hole because it might help and it might keep keep you alive because <laughs> you, <laughs> I told him I, I was planting shrubs in front of my house, dwarf, Yopon Hollies, uh, 40 years ago. Yeah. And it took me two hours with a pick, with a rock rock mm. pick, to uh, make a hole big enough to put a gallon. Wow! In, and I had about five or six of those. I have to admit, I was in better shape then. Oh, and were you saying things that you probably wouldn't have said <laughs> to a preacher? Probably so. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and get your tree while the selection is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, we'll have to ask, well, uh, with a five or 15 or 30 gallon shade tree, uh, those are pretty, pretty big root balls. So I'm wondering, well, I, I think you can uh, hire them to plant it. Yeah. Yeah, to dig the hole. And I well, gen generally kind of poo-poo that, but then after I... <laughs> <laughs> I just planted those two. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a lot of time and a lot of work. And if you're uh, not a little, here a little over, over 60 or so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I would put a date, uh, age on it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they, they will plant. Now, Trace always says it differs with the site. In other words, if they have to use a jackhammer, which they may have to do in Bernie and Stone Oak. And I always tell people, you know why they call it Stone Oak? <laughs> because that's all you got out there. But uh, they will plant it for you. And that's, that's a good investment. But then after they plant it, plant, put it in that hole, it's up to you this year to water it almost every day. Yeah, uh, yeah every day. And it doesn't, with that rocky soil, you uh, generally don't have to worry about it being so getting soggy. No, no. Mm -hmm. The water just goes straight through, through it. How's it, it, it go again? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just make it sure. I thought that was me drinking something. <laughs> no, no, that's the water going straight through. But anyway, uh, just uh, like my old teacher used to say, Latin teacher used to say. A word to the wise is sufficient. Mm -hmm. Right? Is that the only thing you picked up in that class? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it doesn't even. It <laughs> sounds English old, to me rather than Latin. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember. Okay. <laughs> she was telling us we we're getting ready to have a test. Ah. A pop test. I hated that. No. Oh. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308. 8867 Cruz will answer your gardening question after I got a text from somebody. We'll answer his gardening question after the break. Okay. Uh, but I want to remind you that Millburgers has, if you go to millburgernursery.com, you can find about the uh, uh, what Jerry was talking about, which is the Angel Tree Program here at Millburgers. Uh, you can find out about the uh, Christmas Open House. It's happening December 3rd and 4th with photos from Santa. Uh, Saturday, there's a photographer here. Sunday, you take your own pictures. 
And the Christmas tree lot will be coming up very, very soon. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. Better yet, come on out here uh, and visit with us at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Again, it's uh, real pleasant uh, here. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. It really is. feels good. So come on out and be a part of it. We'll cut, take a break, come back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, the second hour of the show. We encourage you to... Be a part of it. Give us a call and tell us what's going on at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'll check my emails and see if anybody's emailed me, Milton at KLUP.com. But we got a text. Can I transplant abelias at this time? Abelias? Uh-huh. A-B-E-L-I-A-S. Yeah, they, are they uh, in San Antonio? San Antonio? Yes, they're in San Antonio. What is that? Is that that, that shrub? Right? Yeah, it's a shrub. Evergreen? It's more common in in the east, but if uh, you didn't say how long they've been planted or anything, Mm-mm. well, <laughs> if 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 you probably hadn't been watering them, uh, it's gonna be tough to dig them and plant transplant them. Uh, I think I would wait, uh, or either go down and go ahead and water around them. Uh, Kind of target for two months ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, if they've been established for a long period of time, yeah, uh, they're going to have a root system out into that dry, hard soil. So they're going to be hard to get a adequate root system. Out. Oh, but uh, can you solve I don't, that? I don't. I don't know the size. I'd, I'd like to know the age and size of the okay, plant. Okay, I'll text them back. Oh, you can text them back. I can. You demand age and size of the plants. But uh, I've been thinking about water watering these shrubs during this drought, and uh, we determined that our sprinklers. Even on low volume, doesn't qualify for the soil's drip irrigation. And so, but I've been thinking of, and neither does uh, sprinkler hoses or uh, drip hoses. Drip hoses. Well, no, they don't call them drip hoses. They call uh, them sprinkler hoses. Soaker hoses. hoses. Soaker, soaker hoses. hoses, yeah. Uh, if you've got a row of newly planted uh, trees, or shrubs, you, the best way to water those things is a soaker hose turned upside down and operated on a very, uh, on a low volume. Oh, you like the, the hose with all the little holes in it? Not, yeah, not yeah. The, yeah. Not the real porous black hose? No, that there. black hose, I don't like that. Okay. But the, this, this is the one that shoots, <laughs> shoots the water out quite a bit if you turn it up pretty high. But it, it would work really good turned upside down next to the roots, next to the uh, root system of shrubs and trees and uh, operated very slowly. 
uh, very lowly, I guess. <laughs> but uh, uh, you could you could operate it uh, just just turn it up, uh, before you turn it upside down. Set your uh, water faucet so that you have a squirt coming out of there about four to six inches high. That's the way drip irrigation is calibrated for ten pounds of pressure. And uh, and then once once it's that away all up and down the hose, then flip that hose over and uh, put your put your timer on the hose, and uh, you can deep soak number of shrubs at the same time. Hmm. Now we have mentioned I, I haven't written that down anywhere, but uh, um, I don't. I I guess they still have those sprinkler hoses around here somewhere, or Target or. Well, they got uh, they've got those uh, soaker hoses that. The black uh, ones. Black ones. Yeah. I don't like that. So here's the response I got. As for the age and size of the plant. 18 inch in diameter, 10 plus years. Oofta. Dwarf. It's a dwarf. Uh, okay. Oofta doesn't sound like a good thing. Well, 10, 10 plus years is a lot, a lot of a lot of life, a lot of... Yeah. If it's going to be... I mean, it's a root system's at a maximum Yeah. Spe- uh, spacing by then. They're going to... They would probably have to cut it back. Uh and like I said, they're going to lose a lot of root system. Uh, I think they'd be much better off to uh, buy new plants. Okay. After and water them well, or either wait for the that big rain we're getting ready to have. One day, <laughs> two more days, uh, and uh, or uh, replace them with a dwarf. Yopon or Burford Holly. I have to look up abelias. I don't know what they look like. Abelia. Yeah. I think they bloom. <laughs> we had we had had a lot around Tennessee, around our hometown. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff in Louisiana that we don't. Yeah, yeah. Quite have either. But. I think they have small, small white blooms. Oh, that, they're pretty. That bloom. Yeah, in, they have small white blooms in the spring, early okay. spring, around Easter. Hmm. As I remember. It's slowly coming back to him. <laughs> it says I have, well, it's just interesting. I've got a kaleidoscope. I wonder if that's a variety. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's pretty. <laughs> Why? It's no. The kaleidoscope is uh, all different. I'm trying to bring the picture up for you. All different kinds of colors. Here, I'll show you. You see that? Oh, yeah. yeah here you go. Uh, we we didn't. So, have, Calvin, <laughs> that must be a new one. It's pretty. Yeah, we'll have to ask Trace if he has it. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Guess what's for sale this week? Uh, uh, many things. What would you? Violas. Oh, okay. My my favorite. A low-growing, hardy, cool season annual, often known as Johnny Jump Ups. That was the first one. And they're they're on sale. Yeah, uh, yeah. F- five for. Look at listen to them go. Four, four, four no, for five dollars. He was wondering yeah, the nursery earlier. <laughs> yeah, buck twenty-five. Four-inch four pot regularly a dollar fifty-nine. 
on sale for four for five dollars. How much is that? <laughs> is that a dollar twenty-five? You got it. Listen, it? listen to him. You done good, Trace. <laughs> I, I try to make it as simple for Jerry. Yeah, I know. Thank if you. it's I simple pray. for Jerry, then everybody else understands it too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm simple minded, so <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, we're talking about the violas being I, I on figured. sale. Yeah. Uh have you got all those different colors? I got there? a slew of colors. That purple that purple one it just jumps out at you. Yeah. Well they and they <laughs> respond so quickly over. to being transplanted too. I planted, oh, yeah. planted some couple couple weeks ago and they're already yeah, showing, you know, new, new size and new blooms. Oh, and, this is well, perfect weather for yeah. My wife is ready, and <laughs> the blackfoot daisy's just not ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is not good blackfoot. Oh, cool, it's, ex- cool it's ecstatic still. <laughs> so I figured it would already be rough, but no. it's blooming its little head off. Yeah. Huh. Does, she, does she like violas or not? So last year I planted, uh, this is my <laughs> mailbox planter that my mother-in-law ran over. So I planted Oops. stock in the middle, and I put violas on the outside, and they did great all the way till I think the stock went to May. Yeah. Uh, and then the violas in April, and then we went Blackfoot Daisy with Angelonia and Skullcap. Well, the Blackfoot Daisy overpowered everything. <laughs> the Angelonia is finally above it now. Huh. Um, and it's pretty. So it's just hard to... I know I tell everybody, just go ahead and do it. But uh, <laughs> black- I, I just want to cut the Blackfoots back. Oh. She wants me to yank them out. Oh. And Vinny <laughs> is still on the ground, by the way. Oh, I, He's I still think, in soil. He's in a container. I, I figured your wife would not let you. No, I bet you Vinny's not going to like this weather. <laughs> no. The yeah, that's probably you could pick him up and move him inside. I think we could, but it's probably best just to kiss him goodbye. Just to kiss <laughs> him goodbye, as somebody here says. Not me. I think the Blackfoot Daisy is a Texas native, isn't it? I, I don't know, but it sure does well. You got uh, white flowers? White with a yellow dot? Yeah, yeah. That's a Texas native. Uh, now, I'm, I'm not going to be able to help you on this price on this. Okay. Two twenty four point five inches heavy rim terracotta pots. Mm-hmm. They're pretty Regularly two hundred four ninety nine cents. That's almost two hundred five dollars. <laughs> now of course he goes there. Seventy seventy five percent off. Okay. So slightly above uh, fifty dollars. Uh, do what? Slightly above fifty dollars. I'd have never figured that out. No, thank you for helping. Now that's that's a hell of a price. Uh, we had one person buy twenty six of them. Oh wow. my goodness! They're pretty. They yeah, are. They nice. are nice. Yeah, that'd be good. These on, are on these are Italian uh, heavy rims. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are. Normally two hundred and five dollars. Yeah. Could you do citrus in them? I could think of a. Uh, look you good. might be able to do a dwarf. It's not quite as big as a half whiskey right. barrel, but it, it would probably suffice. Yeah. Kind of looks better than a half whiskey barrel. It I de- know. It definitely goes. looks better. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got another surprise next week. Oh, okay. So what would you plant in it? You're gonna what, probably put it on the patio. What would I do? I would be porter, doing porter weed, onions. Uh, okay. No, I want something taller. Onions. I want a small tree. 
Onions? Uh, I'm, I'm going with Jerry. I would be doing some really some okay. pretty pretty vegetables, some All kale, right, yeah. some lettuces, some there Swiss chard, and some onions. <laughs> okay. How about uh, cyclamen? Yeah, and a cyclamen would look good. Oh no, yeah, it definitely would. I would not do red though. Red and orange don't really jive together. Pots, oh, pots, oh, oh, terracotta, orange. so it's kind of orangey yeah. brown. Yeah. But I do think uh, white would look good in it. Hey, we had a, uh, a question um, about abelias a moment ago, so I thought I'd ask you because we were looking them up, and we saw white. First off, do we have abelias? Uh, not at the moment, no. But they come in. We do carry a lot of them in the spring. All right. And, the, like, the different ones, like kaleidoscope, rose, radiance, all those? A lot of them, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. That's just a small dab, but yeah, there's there's about ten different varieties we'll have over the time frame. All right, very cool. Yeah, we got we got, I, my mother grew the old fashioned one, the white, but I, I the never, traditional one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I never knew there was those colors. That was pretty. I was showing them kaleidoscope. That's pretty. It is very pretty. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, James? Hey, uh, two things, or actually three. Um, okay. Uh, let me start with the positive one first. I was trailing some leafcutter ants. I've had the hardest time this year with those suckers uh, out back and um, stumbled upon uh, several sprouted blue bonnets. So that's a positive sign. Huh. Uh, little bit of rains but same thing that happened last year uh we didn't get any rains after and they didn't do much so i'm open open this spring we'll get a few blue bonnets out back oh, yeah. but anyway yeah on these leaf cutter ants um and they defoliated this one same crepe myrtle this is the third time this year it, it's almost bare again so each of the previous times i'll i'll soak it thoroughly with the sprinkler you know leaf out fully within a really about a week to 10 days my concern or question is with it fixing to go dormant should i try to encourage it to leaf out again or just let it dry and encourage dormancy for the let what kind of plant is what is this crepe myrtle crepe it's a crepe myrtle. myrtle about 12 feet tall now uh, we generally recommend you you let it go dormant yeah because it, yeah. it's one of those plants that is susceptible to damage if it's not dormant. Hardened off, hardened off a little bit, yeah. so to speak. Okay, so since it's almost bare of leaves now, is it uh, going to be in a weakened state going into freezing weather, or the best Probably. thing to do is just leave it alone, what you're saying? Just leave it alone. Leave it alone, yeah. Now, yeah, okay. it won't be a weakened state. Now, James, I've told you how to get rid of those cutter ants. No, well, you told yes, me I it did. was on Plant Answers. I could not find it on Plant oh, Answers. Oh, quit it. <laughs> I could not. I could not find it. But I found I treated four holes where they're going into the ground, but those things are relentless. But if yeah. if you do have something on Plant Answers that works, I'd like to find it, be able to okay. find it. Okay. Why don't, why don't you send me an email? Okay. Is yeah. that through the yeah. is that through the Ask a Question on the website? Is yeah. That, could be. Okay. Yeah. Or, you, I can do or that. you could just send it to my email address, which is Jared Parsons <laughs> at plantanswers.com. 
Okay, I can remember that. Um, yeah, it's outdoors. Okay. All right. So, uh, second question. Okay. Oh, and then what they did, after they did the crepe myrtle, they attacked my August Beauty gardenia and stripped about a third of it. And you know what got them to, to cease and desist, at least off that plant? What's I was kind of surprised. I took a shaker bottle of 5% uh, 7 dust that I had in the shed. Yeah. And... Uh, they wouldn't. They didn't come back. It, uh, it's only a temporary thing, but I, I sprinkled it around the base of the container, real heavy, and that that put the brakes on them. Uh, but they really did a number on it overnight. They took half the leaves off this shrub. Um, I'm not gonna be sympathetic, James. I've told you how to get rid of those damn things. <laughs> not yet. The no, only you- the only way to get rid of them. Well, that's what I need to know. I'll be sending you an email. Well, this isn't James. This is, hang hang with me, James. This is Fred. This this is his brother Fred. Can you tell Fred (laughs) how to do it? Uh. (laughs) Third third one real quick. I tried, James. (laughs) Okay, third one real quick. My bur oak tree that's been in the ground about 15 years, it's never produced a lot of acorns. And this year I've only seen three, and I picked one up off the ground about a week or so ago out of the cup. I want to try to propagate it. Would I do that now in a one-gallon or wait till the spring? Uh, you can put it in a one-gallon. Uh, did you pick it off the tree or pick it off the ground? No. No, I, I found it on the ground. It, uh, it was already out of the, its cup. Yeah. I, I would bet that probably has been eaten or attacked by weevils. Okay. But uh, you can go ahead and try it. All right. You might you might want to see if it'll float. If okay. It flo- if it floats, it's no probably no good. But you could plant it anyway to see what happens. Okay. Well, I'll soak it and see if it floats. If it does, I'll just discard it. There's still a couple on the tree, but they're way up high, and I'm just trying to get them before the squirrels do. That's the challenge I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aren't you a climber? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> uh, I, I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. All right, I will. I will send you an email because I've had the hardest time with these leaf cutter ants this year. I don't care, James. I've told you. <laughs> you have Fred right. call us. You can only, right. you know, you can you can lead a James to to live. I mean, uh, acorns, but you can't make him listen. <laughs> So what if someone else called besides James and had had that question? Well, I'd be more sympathetic to them because I yeah. haven't told them the secret. So someone needs but to call he, on James' behalf. If it's not on the label, he would not oh. give any kind of instructions like that. I see. Now where we're going with this. Okay. All right, James, email him. Check, and then... check, your, check your inbox. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, man. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Well, it's a good time to take a break, so we will. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
Bell Burgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Great time to give us a call. We've got the lines open. We would like to hear from you. Find out what's going on in your gardening world. Maybe we can help you with something. How are the tomatoes doing? You haven't talked much about the... Well, mine are kind of at the end of their... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, end of the tip for fall, even the fall ones? Yeah, well, not. I don't think everybody's are, but uh, the spider mites have been real tough. Oh, because the weather? The yeah, it's been yeah. so hot. And they've been. Yeah, yeah. well, Jer- Jerry, Jerry was. Uh, Jerry and I were <laughs> talking about it uh, la- uh, last weekend. Yeah, and, and uh, the idea was, you know, that if you, if you in the fall, it gets cool, so it reduces the spider mite reproduction, but this fall, yeah, it's stayed <laughs> hot, so you got. Hot as hell all the way so through. So you got fall. you got some yield. I got some nice yield, <laughs> but then the spider mite population just kept increasing, and and yeah. then it kind of it's kind of at the end now the no. plants are so it's. And the best way to get rid of the spider mites is get rid of the spider, get rid of the plants. plants? No. I was going to see. Speaking of weather and stuff, I was going to see what uh, what AccuWeather was saying about yeah. the. See how much. Okay, hold on. What happened to it? <laughs> it was here. There it is. All right, hold on. Uh, no precipitation for the next two hours here in San Antonio. All right. <laughs> That's a good guess. It's a no cloud <laughs> no in the clouds sky. in the sky. <laughs> next, let's see. All right. Uh, let's go to the daily and uh, see what they say. Uh, <laughs> they say a lot of stuff, but hold on. You know, speaking of clouds in the sky. <laughs> okay, Monday, uh, 72% chance of showers in the morning. So that's better than 50. 72%? Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see. Precipitation, 0.08 inches. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Probability of thunderstorms. Man, they get into details here. 14%. Uh, hours of precipitation, 1.5. I wonder what the difference between hours, since they're the same on this. <laughs> the hours this hours of rain is 1.5. What is the difference between precipitation and rain? <laughs> I thought they were the same. I, I thought they would. Could you have... Could would, have snow. Would, would fog be, Oh, maybe so. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> in the wintertime. It's okay. San Antonio. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So I get ready for... Point nine, did you say? Point zero eight. Zero eight, yeah. Eight one hundredths. Considerable cloudiness on Monday. Anyways, get back to the cloudiness. I I, I need to hear from my, uh, there used to be a company, in fact an organization, uh, that used to seed the clouds huh. to make it rain. Yeah, they, uh, they were centered in uh Floresville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or I knew they were down around Atascosa and yeah, cause we in were, that area. They ha- have a whole organization. Yeah. We were I spoke to them closely with them from when I was with the San Antonio Water System. Is that right? Yeah. Did did it, did it work? Um <laughs> it, it uh the 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 results were not huge. But they uh, was there. There was uh, you could you you could measure some 
uh, you know, add-on yeah. kind of. Uh, oh, okay. So, but it, you know, the the results were were not so striking that it uh, yeah. caused them to <laughs> want to spend a lot of money on or justify spending money. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, like I said, I gave a talk to the their group, and uh, uh, they said one of the problems was when they seeded the clouds, they really couldn't control where the rain fell. And uh, a lot of people, <laughs> after he seed, seed, they seeded the clouds, uh, some people would sue them mm. that got yeah. floods. You oh. know, if they got a lot of heavy rain. Well, they were also farmers. They yeah. also had, yeah. There was also some reasonable arguments that you were not increasing the rain; you were just moving it from my property over to somebody else's property. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably so. But uh, I just wonder—I haven't heard anything about them uh, lately. Uh. Maybe maybe somebody's listening. Of course, yeah, they can tell us about it. This that, last summer was not the best cloud seeding time. Well, I, well like today, <laughs> no clouds. But some some days we have clouds. Anyway, it, we get desperate at this <laughs> for rainfall, and uh, they may be able to t- get a quarter of an inch out of, of those <laughs> clouds. So is that point two five? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. That, that is on the high end of what we've been getting. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at... You want me to try another source for the weather and see if it's any better? <laughs> no, it's not going to be better. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at Calvin's uh, articles in today's paper. He's got, they got a <laughs> He's got a little, little space for article and a great big space for bright light Swiss charge. I guess that's in color on uh, on the internet, right? Probably. Uh, oh, by the way, I saw that uh, this last week, Calvin uh, archived some of his columns on PlantAnswers.com. That's good. It's. Are you up to date? Yes. <laughs> it's easy okay. to get way way behind too if you. Don't, oh yeah. If you, if you don't, don't have a secretary, huh? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, all those years I've been spoiled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, my web, my uh, webmaster took care of it. So now all the articles back what for a couple of years? Oh shoot! Uh, sir, are searchable? Eight or nine years? Yeah. Well, I I don't know where, how much, how far back you've uh, saved yeah, them, but we've either. provided them for eight or nine years. Yeah. Well, they're they're all in there. The ones you provided, but uh, so when we do it, when I do a search on anything, it searches all my articles and all Calvin's articles, and uh, up to date, and some of the stuff that Greg is Greg, written. Yeah, Greg stuff. And uh, it used to it used to sh- uh, search A and M, Bill Welch's stuff over there. But I don't know. They got that thing so messed up over there at A&M. It's kind of, I don't know if they're searchable anymore. Anyway, <coughs> uh, this week in the garden, Calvin relates, 
As the drought continues, the bird population relies on the availability of water from bird baths and other sources from area gardens. And uh, what I've, I've started doing, I've got a, a, a cement bird bath <laughs> that dries out about, well, <laughs> when, it, when it was hot, it would dry out every day. Yeah. But uh, now it's letting up a little bit. But I, I have a couple of jugs of water that I fill the uh, cat's bowls up with. Uh, some, some, sometimes they drink more water than they eat food. Cats do, being my size. But uh, <laughs> any water that I, well, I always have water left, I put in the bird bath. And uh, that works for uh, squirrels and birds and <laughs> uh, everything. I've seen raccoons and things like that. Uh, they're, they're desperate for water. Yeah, now. a couple of weeks ago I saw a, a uh, hummingbird was hanging out like for <laughs> two hours uh, right on the end of a Is that right? bird bath. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, she, if he was uh, just... Uh, Tired, or he had <laughs> missed his water. From there you go. Just moving through the territory <laughs> and say, "I'm just going to stay here for a while. This is an easy source." <laughs> yeah, and I, I know the things are thirsty because, uh, like I said, out of the bird, out of my dog, of my cat bowls that I have water in, skunks come too. You see, skunk out there drinking out of the cat water. So uh, that's a good idea to keep some water out. And I imagine the deer are thirsty, too. Oh, gosh, yeah. They, I mean, so many of our neighbors have big pails. Big pails out there. there. That's a good deal. Uh, Calvin says, also control fire ants in vegetable gardens with insecticides that list spinosad as an active ingredient and a label for use in the vegetable garden. Uh, do you have... Spinosad baits? Yes. Products of bait? One. One? Okay, well, that's good. Uh, because, you know, most people think the fires are no more. I mean, they dried up. Gone. <laughs> and what do I do? Put some hamburger meat out there. <laughs> and, or, or go barefooted out there. That'll work, too. Or you just confer with me because every time I get near oh. the garden, I get bit by fire. Is that right? <laughs> oh yeah, because the they're attracted to raised bed with oh yeah irrigated. Yeah, you water. So I'm hearing operator error. <laughs> <laughs> but, they uh, won't admit that. <laughs> oh look at there! Speaking of operated error. Oh man, he's throwing Mark. Mar throwing Mark right under the bus. <laughs> But uh, anyway, you you need to uh, if 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 you can't see the fire ants in your garden or whatever, you need to use that bait. Do you remember the brand name? Uh, it's a furlough product. It's like oh okay, it's furlough. over the over and out or okay, furlough. something like that. Furlough. It's in a blue little bag. Yeah, but we also carry spinosad in a dust, as well as different versions of liquid. Okay. And then we have acephate. Yeah. Which we all know works pretty good. Yeah. But right. uh, 
than have the vegetable label. You're good. Well, usually if you don't have anything growing in the garden, like uh, a, fa a fall uh, or in winter garden, uh, doesn't matter what you use, I guess. Of course, this is the, as I mentioned in the article, this is the most exciting time of the year no. here at San Antonio to garden. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't uh, Orthene 75 have a vegetable label? Yeah. Okay. Orthene originally uh, came out as a, a vegetable spray in California. Of all places to spray uh, to spray the uh, tomatoes and uh, peppers, and we we used orthene a lot uh, commercially uh, to when we were trying to control uh, leaf miners. You know, it makes sense. It's a systemic. It does make sense. It ought to go into the leaf and get rid of them, and then <laughs> I think Mr. Peterson or somebody. Went to a, a conference, a horticulture conference, and found out that people that are studying leaf miners and want to raise them spray with orthene because it kills everything else but the leaf miners. So we had to we had to change so, uh, to take so care I, of the leaf. I'm hearing miners. somebody's breeding leaf miners. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. They were they were growing. They wanted to study them. I guess to figure how to get rid of them. Mark is here. Do you want to? What's going on, sir? Uh, I just want to see the the tables and tables of cyclamen oh. before <laughs> Calvin got at it. Yeah, a beautiful, yeah. a beautiful trace. Tables and tables of beautiful cyclamen. Yeah. Here we're going to ask Mark if he knows what this is. Do you know what that is? Uh, a photograph off an iPhone. Of a what? It's a fruit. Yeah. It's um, a fruit that you find at Central Market. Is it really? So this woman, this was the one that we got, the, the okay. It's, it's a tamarind? A tamarind? A tamarind fruit? I don't know. I'm asking. Okay, there, there's my guess. <laughs> tamarind. A tamarind. <laughs> tamarind. Not a, not a tambourine. Yeah. Tamarind. Okay. <laughs> not a tambourine. A tamarind. I'm going to go look that up while you uh, talk to us and tell us what's going on. Oh, I just kind of sat by. Yeah, somewhat facetiously. It is beautiful. Beautiful spread. There, nice? there are hundreds of uh, different colored cycles. There's cycle. a gardener with a full full mm. wagon of uh, cycling. Uh, beautiful. It is a cool weather season. Yes. Color. And we have our cyclamen, we have snapdragons, we have petunias, we have pinks, we did have stocks, we have dianthus. Yeah, did you notice the stocks? You can smell them. I know. It's, the it's two like, parts. Uh, yeah, I was starting to write an article late yesterday for for the um, for the saws website, and uh, I have to uh, temper all my articles because uh, the director, Miss Guz, has said. You know, we shouldn't recommend any big planting projects. And so this no. week, if you see it, it says, put a pause on that landscape project. Oh. So the one I was, I'm was writing right now was like, you want color? You want a new landscape. How about colorful? I, I try to do alliteration all the time. 
colorful, drought, drought tolerant, colorful in containers or something. So that oh, well, how is that alliteration? Uh, it was better yesterday. Colorful container coleus. Yeah, uh, colorful. Yeah. So container anyway, I started cyclamen. remembering all my favorite cool season color. And then I listed them. Yeah. yeah some of our I best. love expand cyclamen. I love primula, but you know, primula always is a is a snail and sna- uh, oh, yeah. snail and slug attractive. But um, oh, and vi- uh, violas. I think violas are my favorite. Really? Yeah, I really do. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry, and my wife, too. Well, like, would like violas? violas the best. Yeah, at the botanical gardens, uh, when I had my office there, they always had Johnny jump-ups. Mm-hmm. And and I went, wow, those are really nice. <laughs> and then I started looking and seeing other other violas possibilities. Oh, so. yeah. They're they're a fantastic flower, and they're on sale here. They are so okay. You you, you saw right through me, Jerry. You saw right through me. Uh, walking up, I saw they were on sale. Yeah, four for five dollars. Sale four for five dollars. Anyway, so yeah, I was just looking over for uh, some uh, some cool season color. Plus, uh, see what kind of remnants I may pick up. Let, tell us. Marcus. I was actually looking for some Mexican petunia. Hmm. Real one. Oh, the okay. tall ones. Ours are blooming now. Yeah. So that's what they I said. came back. They finally came so back from the freeze. I have a patio, and I'm like, okay, I'm willing to risk it. I'm going to put them in a container because it would okay. fit just perfect in that location. Yeah, this is kind of cool. So yeah, ours. I'll have to send you pictures. Please, please. Do. Hey, I have a question for you. While we got you here, is so, it tamarind? No, no. <laughs> I need to do that on my phone. What I'm going to suggest to you. Um, so I discovered on, like with, on the iPhone, there's a little I button for information. And if you click on it, it finds all the subjects of your photos and tells you what they are. Really? Well, it's not great because I did Sinisa and it said it was a Bougainvillea. So so it's not great. Uh, but, (laughs) but I did do the monarchs and the Queens and on the same the same photograph, it separated them, which is kind of cool. Well, yeah, it is. And so I, when Milton sent it out, and I'm like, well, some of the spots are in the right location. Some of the some of the colors in the right location. I don't know, though. I just don't feel it. Send it to the Monarch Whisperer. Yes. Yeah. And, and the it was. It was a queen, was not a, queen. a monarch. Yeah, the which is which is what my phone said. Was the bottom? Was the bottom part? Well, the, uh, the I always look for the bars in the monarch, yeah. and the uh, queen doesn't have the bars. Well, and also it, I was look, there's this little black spot, yeah. and and I was looking for that little black spot, and I couldn't find it. And, uh, uh, and I'm going, well, yeah. Milton, I don't, I got my, I got some bad feelings about this. <laughs> so send it to the whisperer. And the whisperer said it was a queen. So I'm wondering. So, yeah, I just did the little thing. Uh, and, yeah, I got two answers, either a cucumis or a cucumber. You got cucumber, too? Oh, did you do the same thing? Not your way, but I just looked at images. Okay. So maybe it's a type of cucumber. Um, 
Is there something like that for trees that's more accurate than mine was? Well, I'm just going to give you a story on that one. Yeah, please I would do. have said yes. There is a very famous uh, software yeah. frequently used. But a person just called me a couple of days ago and said, none of these plants, uh, none of these trees on the CPS are native, illicit native. And so I could barely see what ones she said were native and not native. And about 90% of them from the software were wrong. Oh. But they, in fact, were native species. Now, the software said they weren't native, or the, yes, software, the software said... said they weren't native, but were it, not native. But it identified them correctly. Oh, that we don't know. Oh, they, okay. they said they weren't... They just said they looked at the names, and they went, no, that's not native. Oh, the, okay. No, I want something where I can take a picture of that right. tree there. And look over to the right well, side of your radio. This, this particular software will do that. If oh. you have that and you take a photo of it, it will tell you what it is. The answer is picture this, Milton. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try the crepe myrtle now. Uh, I'm really I'm having fun with this. Okay. We need to take a break. 210-308-8867 is our number. I'll tell you right after this whether... Oh, if you've got a suggestion, call us with one, too. Uh, 210-308-8867. I'm going to see if it... Does the crepe myrtle, and I'll tell you back in just a moment on 9.30 a.m., the answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Still plenty of time. And, yeah, I need your advice out there. We um, So Trace recommended Picture This as an app, uh, although it's uh, it's it costs money now. It was initially free. So, uh, and there are a lot of them for naturalists and birding, where you take a picture of the bird and it, it identifies it. I, too. I was trying to remember if there was uh, one. It's been a while since I've gone out with a bird guide, that, but I thought that uh, she had one that with bird songs. Oh wow! So it. Oh, speaking of bird songs, oh, that'd be neat. I'll, I'll see. We'll we'll let our listeners kind of chime in. And be a part of that that conversation. If you have an app that you use to identify birds, whether by sight or sound, and um, or trees or flowers or insects or whatever, uh, I did find out on the iPhone. So far, it's about fifty-fifty. Uh, on it did it did detect what the crepe myrtle was a crepe myrtle. Uh, so that's good. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven or do some research and call us tomorrow. Show me how to do this. On this. Uh, your phone doesn't do that. <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, here's... They've just... Here's... Are you sure now? It's, doesn't that dial there yeah, have something to do with that? What does that say on the back? Pride of the 20th century. Wow. <laughs> Look at there. Yeah, I don't think yours will do it. Your, Mine uh, won't do that? I don't think so. That's not right. You need to call... They mm-hmm. discriminate. They are. You need to complain to those flip, people. Flip phone, flip phone people. people. Uh, there are some, I think, flip phones that are smartphones too. Yeah, so you, yeah, they've you'll have to get one of those. With, uh, you know, it's just like clothing; it goes in fads. Oh, okay, it comes uh, back in it comes style. Back in style. 
So I have a question for Calvin. Okay. I'm walking the dog this week, and I hear, whoo, 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 whoo. So now. Whoo, 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 whoo. So, and it was a little deeper. Ooh. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that deep? What, what do we think it was? I know it was an owl. Oh, Can yeah. you tell what kind it was by that? Yeah, well. I should have recorded it. <laughs> it's either a bar doll or a great horn. It's probably okay. a great horn. And is it, it sounded like it was two of them maybe because oh, do, yeah. do they answer back to each other? A pair. So, so yeah, it would be like, if there'd be like a almost instantaneous, it'd be like, whoo, whoo, and then whoo, 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 whoo. Yeah. And uh, stuff like that. So they they may they may be breeding now, Milton. Oh dear! What sound do they make when they do that? When, I don't it, know. Was it oh, at dusk? Was it? When was it? Was it in the morning or at dusk? Morning at at, uh, yeah. at dawn. Okay. Yeah. And when I tried to talk to him, the dog freaked out. <laughs> my, my dog was having none of it. I thought, oh, this will be fun. Let me see if I can talk to them. Yeah. And I tried, and the dog was like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> I don't know why it upset the dog so much, but it did. Yeah, I, I got it. Have, have you heard uh, ravens lately? Uh-uh. Uh, they, they, they have that, uh, like a dog growl. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it just sounds like a... It doesn't say never more, never more? No. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. I stay in the house when I I think I'd something. prefer never more. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're uh, in a lot of neighborhoods now, right now. Huh. Did you see all the pictures I sent you of the butterflies I took out here? Yeah, they're good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, I haven't... Uh, I took some picture, pictures. Glad I didn't wait till this week. Of the bougainvilleas. Oh before yeah. Before I left, friend. and I was kind of disappointed when I got home because the they're color. not as purple in my uh, uh, digital camera as they are right there over there. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, uh, well, oh yeah, you have a nice camera. I was going to say you should use your phone. Yeah. Not your flip phone. <laughs> hey. uh... Well, we got Trace here. Yeah. You want to tease a little bit about Christmas and the 3rd of December and what's coming up? Well, let's see. Whoops, sorry. So we'll have Christmas trees. Yes. Um, and everybody keeps asking when they're coming. And I think the first batch, let me look at my calendar. I, th- I want to say the 17th. We're looking at the calendar now. Yeah, so 18th. Oh, yeah, so right the week before Thanksgiving. And then that'll be Nordman's and Nobles. Mm-hmm. And then the 21st will be the Fraser Furs. And discuss why the Nordman's. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll save the Nordman's as a tease. Fraser's are? That's your num- number one tree as far as holding up all the way through Christmas. Uh, keeps great color. We've actually unloaded some at the end of January that looked just as good. As when we sold it to them. Huh. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 when they do come back, they look good. Yeah. And what does Millburgers do to make them, to keep them looking good in the nursery? So every tree, when it gets here, we give it a fresh cut mm-hmm. immediately so that doesn't have to be done again. We put it in a stand that holds water. And so they take up their really big drink that first day or two. And then, and then it kind of like. yeah. settles down. So, um 
it's it's wonderful for the trees. They 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 go that that much less time without water when when uh, when we do that. Yeah, yeah. And you'll notice the difference when you see the trees here. They look fresh. There's, and when you get them home, I mean, they're sold with the stand. Uh, do they have to buy the stand or no? No. Okay. So stands are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Sturdy? That, op- they op- are that. Optional but suggested? or Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so they can exchange. Oh, like that's if, they, right. if they buy a Christmas tree this year with the stand. They bring that stand back to me next year, and then they can just buy the Christmas tree at regular price, not pay for the stand, and we swap stands. Mm -hmm. So the stands get recycled. Oh, good. Okay. So it's conceivable that one stand might see ten Christmases with different people. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. But the stands are also good, too, because if you ever have wimpy stands and the trees fall, <laughs> the, these, the, are, these are tough These stands. are not the old-fashioned screws and nuts. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. we, these stands mean business. We, uh, we drill a hole right up the t- center of the tree right, into the, the dead wood, and uh, that's what holds it. And the fresh cut uh, opens up the pores on the cambium layer for the tree to suck it in. And that's what. You, yeah, if you don't, you, it just sounds like that for a few hours in the house, and then it's okay. Right. Um, and then, okay, so that's coming. We just have about a minute. Uh, Santa, Santa, Santa's going to be here December third. December third from like eleven to one, and he's going to have a photographer with him that day. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, he's not going to have a photographer, but he'll still be here from eleven to one. Okay. Now, so. if you like live Christmas trees, there are already oh, some yeah, that that's are a good already point. here. Those are here. We're rosemaries and a couple different versions of pines, blue point junipers, anything you could use as a Christmas tree that's alive. We, we've yeah, got and then put the, in the garden. Yeah, these are trees that uh, will fit and survive in your landscape. All right, we're going to wrap it up for today, but guess what? We're back here tomorrow on the porch. And, are we? Oh, yep. Okay. No, we'll be back. We'll be back, Trace. Uh, and uh, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.